Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. All right, guys, how's it going out there today? It is Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021, and I am your host, Don Q. How's it going out there today, everybody? Welcome you to another episode of D-Tom. Just easier to say, but you guys know it as Don't Tread on America. All right. <laughs> so, how's everyone doing today? Hope it's a uh, lovely uh, Wednesday where you're at. Um, here in the free state of Florida right now, it's it's a lovely day. It's been a lovely day. I've been up since 4 a.m. on my on my day off. And, uh, you know, hit the gym, knocked out, and I think we're there about three hours a day. Uh, and, and I have no, nobody here with me. I'm all, I'm all alone. I'm all alone. But, you know, that's okay. <clears throat> all right, before we get into the show, I just want to talk about our sponsors. Uh, if you guys listened to the show the other day, you know we welcome the new sponsor to the show, Redcon One. Uh, they, have a lot of uh, supplements for working out. It's something I use on a regular basis. The protein powders. I use the isotope. Um, it's got uh, high proteins, low calories. Um, I also, when I work out, use Total War, which is a pre-workout. Post-workout, I use the Breach. They have a ton of other stuff that I've yet to venture into. They do sell clothing. They do sell, uh, you know, like t-shirts, shorts, workout clothes, and uh, other accessories. So check them out. Uh, if you use the link that's going to be on the bottom of the page, whether it's on the YouTube or on the social media, or yeah, I'm sorry, the uh, podcast, wherever you're listening to us, if you go to the bottom of the page, you'll have a link for uh, Redcon. Use that link, and you'll get 20% off your order. So check them out and uh, order some stuff. It's good stuff, I'm telling you. I'm not lying because they're a sponsor. I actually use this stuff. It's good. <clears throat> um and on that note, I just also want to remind you guys about our uh, social media platforms. Uh, obviously, I tell them all the time, but here we go again. Facebook.com backslash Don't Tread on America. And Instagram.com backslash Don't Tread on America. And Twitter.com backslash DTOM, D-T-O-M underscore 1775. Those, if you guys want to interact... If you want to have anything to say, if you have a question, if you want to tell me to fuck off, whatever you want to tell me, go to those pages and uh, you can send me a message. You can send me ideas. You can send me questions. You can send me anything you want. Now, if you got a funny meme, you can post it on the page. I, I'm pretty sure anyone can post anything. So go ahead and do that and uh, and give us a follow in there, uh, whether on any of those platforms. Go ahead and hit the like, hit the follow, hit the... the uh, subscribe buttons um a lot of the stuff i put on facebook is or instagram is mainly just uh, memes and whatnot so uh if there's anything that pisses me off video wise or content wise it will go on there also if you know if it's a day i'm not doing a show <clears throat> um 
Also, don't forget, check us out on YouTube if you're watching my, my beautiful, pretty face right now. You'll see the little snake. should be right about here somewhere. I think he's right about here. Ooh, ooh. You hit that. It'll take you to the subscribe. subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Hook me up with some, some follows. And please, most importantly of all, share this content, whether it be the YouTube video or the podcast or both. Please share it with your friends. Invite them to the Facebook pages and the Twitters and whatnot. And uh, let's just keep this thing growing. Let's just keep it going. All right. On to the news of today, which is nothing new, uh, is the the uh, clusterfuck down in the border, right? I know we touched on this a little bit uh, the other day, and uh, <clears throat> I, uh, you know, we didn't really get into it. <laughs> it was pretty interesting because um, over the weekend, so I think we talked about where uh, the FA FAA had, um, you know, put a uh, basically a no-fly zone for um, drones over the area, over the bridge, uh, where the mostly Haitian uh, immigrants were, you know, cavorting. And I told you how they were going back and forth across the river. There's a couple things about that. So surely, if you guys are on Twitter... Uh, I haven't really seen it much on Facebook. I know it was a lot on Twitter um, and on uh, TikTok, but mainly on the mainstream media where uh, it showed Border Patrol agents. And um, I think it was PBS, whoever the reporter is, the White House reporter for PBS, uh, asked Jen Saki, Saki, it's me, baby, asked her uh, to the effect of why were the border agents whipping these these Haitian migrants. And uh, I don't know that she... Saki didn't really answer the question. She didn't say, I don't know, we're checking into that. Um, but she did not, not say it. Um, Chris had showed me that I didn't know anything about that. I hadn't heard anything about it because it's very hard for me to get on Twitter. It's very cumbersome. I'm, I've been kicked off of Twitter on my personal account. So the only time I can actually get on Twitter is if I'm at the house and I get on the laptop and I have to, you know, not many people do that anymore. Get on Twitter or Facebook or whatever on their laptop. You're generally on your phone or or at at best a uh, tablet of some sort, whether it be an iPad or whatever. At any rate, um, so he had showed me the picture and he's like, oh, my God, look, they're posting these pictures of these uh, border agents with lassos and and whips. And I, I'm looking at the picture, and I, you know, I kind of blow up the picture, and I was like, dude, that's his bridle. That's the reins, you know, for the horse. I mean, they might have long reins. I, you know, I've never been a border patrol agent. I don't know, but it obviously wasn't a lasso and or a whip. And in the one picture that's really been going around everywhere, you see the uh, border agent kind of leaning over off his horse, and you see what appears to be a whip or lasso or whatever it is. But you could tell he had let go of the reins because he had grabbed the, the person, you know, by their shoulder or, you know, by their shirt. And uh, and so you take, you know, one picture basically out of context and it goes rampant. And these news agencies that are sitting there saying uh, about this being some kind of uh, plantation rhetoric type thing. I think you had Chris Cuomo off of CNN talking about slavery and all oh, this is just like the slave masters did it back in the day. And it's like, 
Are you freaking kidding me? But this is what they do. They want to spout some sort of rhetoric to make it look, okay, here's a border agent. I couldn't tell what if he was white or Hispanic or whatever he was, irregardless. They're trying to make it a black and white thing. Oh, here's slavery. Dude, now if the guy physically was whipping him with a bullwhip or something like that, okay, I get it. He, the picture that even Chris Cuomo was referring to was the picture I was telling you where the guy was leaning over off his horse and had the, the guys, you know, by the shirt, you know, it's whatever. But I think the sad thing about it is, is when, is the people that you know, like whatever, whatever, however you guys get your news, whether you watch Fox or Newsmax or OAN, I, I have to assume that the people listening and watching us um, don't list, watch um, MSNBC or or uh, MS, or I'm sorry NBC, uh, CNN, um, whatever you know the 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 mainstream media you know your CBS, ABC, those um, outlets because they obviously lie and everything they say is either to program you to believe. Of course, that America is racist or believe that, you know, if you don't get this shot, you're going to die. If you don't get, you know, whatever it is. Um, now, I'm not, I'm not, I don't work for Fox or whoever else. And I'm not saying, well, watch Fox, watch Fox, watch OAN, watch, you know, I'm not saying that. But broaden your spectrum. Now, I, I will say this. I am guilty that I pretty much, when I watch the news, I only watch Fox. Um... I don't watch a lot of the news. Like, for example, right now, I'm recording this. I have Fox on. Okay? And the only reason that is is because they give pretty good breaking updates right now. Um, Saki's doing a press briefing, blah, 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 on migrant numbers. And it says right now, uh, White House refusal to give migrant numbers. But, you know, whatever. I just do that in case something pops up. But generally, I don't sit at home and watch the news all day. Uh... I try to watch the five. I watch Tucker, and if I have time, I'll watch uh, the Gutfeld show. Other than that, I try not to watch a whole bunch of news, mainly because uh, it'll it'll rot your brain. <laughs> I told you about the app I had on my phone that gives me kind of a both sides of the spectrum when it comes to uh, you know the right and the left, however you want to look at it, news, and then you can weigh your uh, opinions that way. But anyway, um, where I'm going with all this is I, I really don't know. No. The this this pictures that you're seeing in Del Rio is one little town in Texas, and I think they said last count there was um, fifteen thousand uh, migrants crossing the border. The uh, the interesting, I'm going to play this real quick. This is off of um, KHOU. So this is a television station. I'm going to assume by the initials there, that's in Houston. It's uh, about a little over a minute long, so let's just listen to this real quick. Governor Abbott is addressing the ongoing crisis at the border involving Haitian migrants. Now the governor is blaming the Biden administration for creating the situation. They have created a steel barrier preventing people from being able to cross the border. One day there were countless people coming across the border. Then that very same day, the Texas Department of Public Safety 
put up all of these DPS vehicles and suddenly in an instant, people stopped crossing the border in this location. The governor also vowed to keep sending more resources from the state. Meanwhile, the number of migrants under the bridge is slowly dwindling. So two weekends ago, we started having kind of a larger group under the bridge. The groups kept coming. So Saturday, we were just under 15,000. We're under 10,000 or so, which uh, it's still a ton of people. It's still a mess. Some migrants are being flown out of the city's airport and back to their home countries. But according to new reports, U.S. officials say many of the migrants are actually being released into the U.S. Now, um, I'm going to put this video up on um, on uh, our Twitter. Uh, the reason the reason I want to do that is because the um, you should see some of the images of if you know if you guys haven't really seen this of the um, of what it is. I mean, Jesus, I was I'm watching the video. If I can get if I can ever try and figure out how to work this uh, YouTube a little bit better, I'd like to try and get this video up on like well instead of while I'm watching the video instead of you just hearing it, you actually watch it with me. But uh, the reason being is, um, and Biden. Shoot, sorry. <laughs> the reason being is, I, uh, I, I just think it's interesting. I mean, guy, there's got to be a hundred porta potties there. Can you imagine? And and the the people there have made makeshift huts, and you know, however they're you know getting the wood or whatever, uh, you know, putting clothes and whatnot to make tents. Essentially, it's kind of like a migrant tent city. But so. <laughs> What what happened was the um, so the the governor Abbott um, the, the federal agency with the exception of the border patrol, which is a federal they're they're um, ran by the uh, DHS. Um, Though the folks that are that work for the border patrol, the the racist on the horses with the whips and the lassos, right? The you know quote unquote, um, they're doing their job. But as far as the federal government is concerned, that's all they're doing. That's it. It's the Border Patrol, and that's that. In the meantime, you've got, you know, 10,000, you know, it was up to 15. I said that they last count was down to 10. And they were, but the thing is, is they make it sound like, okay, we had 15. Now we're down to 10 because 5,000 went home. No, that's not true. What actually is going on is they're taking people from there, putting them on planes, and sending them to other areas to get uh, processed, where they're still being released, essentially, um, some whatever sort of vetting that's actually going on, they're being released on their own recognizance, and you know, with a with a return day, hey, show up to court on this date type thing. So you have to hope that these people that are coming in illegally. Uh, are gonna obey and show up in court on whatever date. Uh, let me let me guys let me clue you in on a little something here. If these people were about following the law, they would be coming into the country the right way. They wouldn't be crossing a river, facing the elements and possible you know heat stroke and death. I think uh, I want to say I heard this morning there was 400 and I don't know the exact number. It was 400 plus women pregnant. Pregnant women coming in to the country. 
Now, surely a part of that has to do with, well, if those children are born here, they're American citizens. And then that kind of gives them an in into the country. And in the meantime, these people are, um, are being, um, and I just put it on Twitter for y'all. So you can go to Twitter and check it out. In the meantime, these people are just let being let in. Uh, you know, I thought we were in the middle of a uh, pandemic and COVID's running wild and everyone's dying in the streets, right? Well, uh, the only one, and once again, I know I'm spouting Fox News. You'd think I work for Fox. I don't. I don't work for Fox. I work for these guys right here. Right here. Don't tread on America. <laughs> but I, I have to give it to Peter Ducey. Um, he's been on Fox now for a little while. He's uh, Steve Ducey's kid. Surely that helped him get the job. Whatever. I'm not here to judge nepotism. That's not, you know, whatever. When he, when I first saw him on Fox a few years ago, I'm thinking, okay, who's this kid? Oh, it's Steve Ducey off of, you know, Fox and Friends' uh, kid. And, you know, kind of, you could tell straight out of college, wet behind the ears, da, 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 da. I guess I wasn't a big fan of him for the fact that I feel that a lot of people, to, when they when they get a job, they should have to earn that job and work their way up. With that being said, he's working his way up. He's he's doing the things that he needs to do as a reporter. And I'll say I'm going to play a clip of him going after Saki, and this is all about COVID and the border crossing. And why, why is the rules different for these people? The question about what's going on at the border, is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas, and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test? Well, first of all, I can, re re I can readdress for you. Or re okay, number one, before I finish playing this, anybody that talks to you, I don't give a shit who they are, if it's just some random person, if you and your, you, uh, uh, not even a friend, but just you and a person that you know, and you have to, and you, you, you suspect this person might be lying about something, so you want to ask them a question, so you ask them, hey, blah, 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 and if they have to stutter through their answer, in the meantime, if you, can, if you hear that, you can hear her flipping through her uh, notebook of answers, okay, she, the tell, forget about the notebook, because obviously if you're talking to a, an acquaintance or whatever and you ask them a question, and hopefully they don't have a notebook of, notebook of uh, excuses. If they start the sentence out with the apada, 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 you know, they're lying. Okay? The tells are, if they can't look you in the eyes, they're lying. If you watch this clip, I'll try and share this on Twitter also. You watch this clip, she doesn't look at them. Okay? She stutters. And then you flip them through a notebook. She's lying. She's a lying sack of shit. And she knows the answer to the question. She just chooses to find the 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 uh, the White House answer of the of the question. Let me finish playing this. Retalk you through what that steps the, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. 
as individuals as individuals come across the border uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms if they have symptoms they are the intention is for them to be quarantined she's lying that is our process they're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time i don't Bullshit. think it's why the, the hell same are they coming to the country it's not why are they coming to the country if they don't plan on staying here for a long time you don't you don't you're not on fucking vacation if they were on vacation they would have took a flight from wherever to wherever because they're on vacation not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42 specifically because of COVID, because we want to prevent a scenario where large numbers of people are gathering, posing a threat to the community and also to the migrants themselves. So those are the policies that we put in place um, in large part because, again, the CDC continues to recommend Title 42 be in place given we're facing a global pandemic. How about this? If you had kept the damn wall going that Trump had done, you wouldn't have had these problems, okay? The problem is, is you guys are allowing these people to come in. If it wasn't for the governor of Texas putting, there was pictures where he had uh, placed, they had the state troopers, essentially state police uh, and the rangers and whatnot, lined cars and uh, police vehicles along the river and, and staffed you know, the, the border essentially with police officers along with the border patrol to help them out. Because if, if these states, if Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, California, aren't going to stand up and say no, because you know the, the federal government's not doing a damn thing. The problem is, okay, Abbott closes off Texas. I think I saw where he's trying to get funding through the state to finish what wall hasn't been finished in Texas. The problem is, is that you go down the road and you got New Mexico, Arizona, and California. Well, New Mexico ain't going to do shit. They're a democratically ran state. They're not going to do that. And God knows California isn't going to do it. So you have Arizona and, and Texas. Well, eventually these people will get smart and just funnel their way through, you know, Tijuana into California or up and through uh, New Mexico. Guys, um, this is a problem. This is an invasion, okay? And this group of people isn't even, you know, what was it last month or two months ago or three months ago or eight months ago? It was, you know, you had Honduras and you had uh, shit. Uh, it, most of what's coming up aren't even Mexican. So it's not even like you say these Mexicans, blah, blah, blah. It's people from Honduras and Shit, I can't think of damn all the damn countries in Central uh, Central America. But nonetheless, the majority of these people are Haitians. And I, like I talked about on the last show, the, it's it's easier to float from Haiti to Mexico to come up that way. I can't imagine it is. If you wanted to be... I have no problem with anybody that wants to be in this country. If you... If you want to come here because you want to live a better life and you want to bring your family here and you want to work and you want to do whatever, I have no problem. There's the door. Knock when you come on in. Okay? That way we can vet you legitimately and get you, you and your wife or if it's just you by yourself, you, your wife, your family, whatever the case may be, we can get everything legitimate. We can, you know, fingerprint you. You know, come in one at a time, essentially. Prove your worth to this country. If you try to go to another country to live, if you, if I'm like, you know what, I've had enough of America, I'm going to go become a citizen of uh, England or Spain or wherever, 
And I'm saying those countries because they're allies. Shit, try and become a citizen in Canada. You you can't just walk into Canada and say, I want to be a Canadian citizen. Okay, it doesn't work like that. Try and sneak across the border into Canada. See how long you last in there before you end up in jail. Hell, try and sneak across the border into Mexico and see how long you last before you get put in jail. Okay? You go to another country, if you're going to denounce your citizenship, and I don't want to be an American no more, I want to be a Canadian or English or Spanish or whatever the case may be. Okay, there's going to be a couple things. So let's even take away Canada and England, for example. Let's use France or Spain or Germany or whatever. Okay? And the reason I'm going to say those three countries is because Spain, you got to know Spanish. German, Germany, French, French, right? Their first languages are not English. Okay? Now, it's not to say people don't know English, but think about it like this. You live in America. When you have to deal with people of whatever country, I don't care if they're from Spain, they're from India, they're from wherever, and they don't speak a lick of English, lick of English right? And, and I shouldn't even say India, and the reason I say that is because a lot of people that come from the Middle East actually know pretty good English. I mean, they might have a crazy-ass accent. It might be hard to understand them, but for the most part, a lot of the people from there understand English and can speak it somewhat. But let's focus on Mexico. Let's just focus on immigrants from Mexico and Central America because a lot of you know the people that are coming up from there, or even Haiti for that matter, don't speak a lick of English or understand it. Okay? So as an American, how upset do you get when you're trying to talk to somebody from one of these countries and they no comprende, right? And then you say, you know, if you're going to come to this country, you should learn this language. And if you don't say it, then you're the only one because I know I say it because it pisses me off. Because I, my personal opinion is if you're going to come to a country and the language is different than the country you left, the country you were born and raised in, if you were born in Mexico and your first and only language is Spanish and you say, I'm going to go to America and become American and I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing and own a, a business or I'm going to work in whatever I'm going to do, I need to learn English because it's going to make life a lot easier for me. But a lot of them don't do that. I'm not saying none of them do, but a lot of them don't. That being said, you go to Spain, France, Germany, a country like that where their first languages aren't English, then you <laughs> it could be very hard to get through life because I think, I don't, I don't know that it's a requirement, but I'm pretty sure that it's going to be your problem. Okay? Number one. Number two you have to show some kind of worth. You got to show some sort of value. Like if the country's going to say, yeah, you can come on into our country because you know how to do A, B, C, D, right? If you come in and if you, if I'm a 20 year McDonald's worker and all I know how to do is flip burgers and fry French fries, but I denounce my country and I want to move to Germany for whatever reason, what value do you bring to that country? You don't bring anything because number one, if you've worked at McDonald's for 20 years, You've shown no initiative to do anything more than be that, okay? What I'm saying by value is, okay, if I'm a doctor, okay, and and I'm tired of living in America for whatever reason, I want to move to Germany, they probably take me because I'm a doctor. I specialize in whatever medicine, okay? Um, if I'm a lawyer, maybe not so much because the laws are different here than they are there. So that doesn't really benefit. There's no, there's no benefit.
Uh, if I'm a dentist, yeah, okay. Teeth are teeth, no matter what country you're in, right? The job I do, and the people that know me, uh, I don't think my job shows value for another country. You know what I'm saying? So, but what yet America is expected to just let everyone in. We'll figure it out when they get here. And like I said, I have no problem. But when these people are coming in like this and they're living in these shanties, it's got to be hot as hell down there in, in South Texas. I mean, I know it's hot in Florida. So, I mean, I've got to imagine it's 90, 100 degrees there. It's, it's got to be hot. And you got kids. I mean, I'm watching this on TV right now. Literally, there's little kids. And, and these are all Haitian. Or not all, but for the most part, a lot of what they're showing on this camera span is Haitians. Um. You know, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't see how living like this is better than coming from where you, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I've never been to Haiti, never lived there, so whatever. But anyway, the bulk of what I'm trying to say is we are under invasion. And my personal opinion on all this is I feel the reason the federal government isn't really enforcing it or isn't losing sleep about shit if you didn't have a few news outlets really going after these people they wouldn't say shit and you wouldn't know anything about it the only reason any other other than fox and some of these right leaning um news agencies if if fox and newsmax and places like that didn't exist guaranteed you you wouldn't hear about it on msnbc cnn cbs abc whatever you wouldn't hear about it because the only reason they're doing it is because Fox has such a big uh, viewership that they know people are hearing it. So they've got to put their two cents in, but they're going to put their two cents in to flip it and make it sound like it's a bad thing. Now, what the border border patrol are the bad people, not the not the migrants. They're using whips and lassos and hunting people down, which isn't true. But the um, reason I believe the um, federal government is trying to, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're taking care of it. Like, there was a dipshit McGee was going into a U the UN council the other day. And someone's yelling from across the way, uh, you know, what about the border? You know, and he's like, we're fixing it. When? No. You know, my question is, where's Camelto? Where's Heels Up Harris? Where's the next president? Oh, <laughs> isn't she the borders are? Where in the hell is she at? Um. You know, I, we did we did an episode. Oh boy, I want to say it was probably back in April, March or April, and I I played a, a thing on there. Uh, I don't know if you guys recall um, back back when I was a kid, eighties, nineties. There was the TV show Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, right? So we played a thing, and it's like Where in the World is George? You know, uh, Joe Biden. You know, and it was like. Uh, we didn't know this was when he kind of disappeared for a little bit. <laughs> but where's Kamala? You know, she should be living down there on the border. You know, she's staying as far away as possible. Um, anyway, I believe they're trying to avert your attention for something else. I posted a thing on, on Facebook a couple weeks ago, and this was after the Afghanistan thing, was um, we're, we're, paying a, we're, we're paying attention to the shiny little object in the room. Right? Oh, there's a shiny little quarter over there in that corner. And that's what we're paying attention on, is that little shiny quarter. In the meantime, there's a big fucking elephant sitting over here, just shitting in the corner. Right? He's over there just, just taking a big old dump, and you're focused on that shiny little quarter. Because 
every fucking news outlet's got something to say about this whole situation. And he's doing nothing. He's trying to avoid because what's going on? What are they doing in the UN? What's the council meeting about? Um, I don't know. You know, uh, haven't really seen many cameras in there about it. I saw an interesting quote because I, I was thinking about this last night while I was asleep. You know, it's crazy that the things that go through your head, right? So I woke up and I was like, who said, who said this? Okay, nation, nation without borders is... And I saw something from Ronald Reagan, um, and, and his was a lot shorter. I think I said it, I don't even remember exactly, but it was a nation without borders uh, will crumble or something like that. It's obviously, I, I think he probably got the uh, quote from this person here. And this is, uh, this is from Jan Brewer. And the quote was, A nation without borders is like a house without walls. It collapses. And that is what's going to happen to our wonderful America. No truer words um, have been spoken. I mean, think about it. You live in a house. You live in an apartment. Wherever you live. If a car ran through your, your wall right now. God forbid that were to happen. But if a car just, a semi-truck just barreled right through your house right now. I guarantee that house is going to fall. Okay. And in the meantime, we're just letting these people pour into this country for no reason. Other than to, you'll hear different scenarios. Is it, oh, well, these they're letting these folks in because they want to um, increase the Democratic blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we can get them to vote. Well, an interesting thing. If when they do the census, okay, so they do the census every 10 years, right? In the census, it doesn't say anything about being an American citizen. Like, so if you, wherever you live, you get your census, you fill it out. How many people live in your house? Oh, it's me and my wife. Oh, it's me and my wife, you know, and six kids, whatever. And I think it might ask, are, are all these people, I mean, I don't know if it asked that or not, but. The point is, is they know, like, <laughs> I was reluctant to fill out the census because my point is this. They know who I am and where I'm at and how much money I make and how much money I spend and how much taxes we pay. They know. If you file your taxes every year, they know, right? They know that me and my wife have been married for however long, that we live in this house and we've lived here for 20 years and... You know, she's worked where she's worked forever. I've worked where I've worked forever. And we make X amount of dollars and we pay our taxes. They know this. They want you to fill out this paper and say, okay, yes, you. I know you know this, but this is her and this is me. And we lived here and we've been here for so long. The biggest question there is anyone else lived there? No, okay. Unless I can start counting my dog on uh, tax because I'd love to be able to do that. I could, I could use a deduction. They, they want to count every single person in this country because two things. If, if, say, Florida, for example, if their population decreases, well, then they can take Congress people away from them. Everyone, it's Senate, as far as the Senate is concerned, it doesn't really matter. You could have two people living in your state. You're still going to have two senators. So I guess if you had two people living in your state, they'd both be senators. But nonetheless, you, um, uh, every, every state has two senators. That's... That's a done deal. That's why there's 100, so on and so forth. 
but your Congress people, some states have 10, some people, some states have two, some states have one, some, you know, and it's based on population. So I, I don't know the exact percentage, but I know there's one congressperson per X percent of the population. So obviously, the more people you have in your state, the more Congress people you get to send to Washington, right? So obviously, states like California and, you know, wherever else, especially your blue states, you know, if you want to call them that, they want to encourage these people be it legal or illegal, to come to this country because that just adds to their numbers. The problem is, is I, I never knew, <laughs> as bad as spending is with this country, as far as the, especially as far as the government's concerned, I mean, we all, we as a country, people, not even just the government, spend money fo foolishly. And I'm just as guilty as everyone else. I'm not trying to preach. But um, uh, the government is the worst offender of all, okay? But I've never known f for us to have such an open checkbook as we've had lately. I mean, as bad as it was under Obama, I mean, this dude's, on, like I said, I swear to God, it feels like Biden's been president for five fucking years. And it's been eight months, okay? As a matter of fact, it was eight months Monday. And uh, he he's, he's spending money like, remember... Remember when you were a kid, when you were 18, 19, 20, whatever, however old you were when you got your first, your first uh, credit card, right? And you're thinking, oh, shit, I got a brand new credit card, $2,000 credit limit, $5,000, whatever that credit limit was. So many people, me included, and most people that I know, got that credit card and thought it was like free money, right? And then you go and you buy whatever, you're like, I'm going to go buy this, I'm going to go buy that. And then you're like, oh, shit, I got a bill to pay now. I got a $20, $100, $200, whatever it is, bill. Because most people think, okay, well, I want to buy this $1,000 whatever. I don't have $1,000, so I'm going to go ahead and put it on this credit card. Well, then it's like, oh, sorry. Then it's like, scratch my ear. Um, to not pay interest on said credit card, right? You got to pay that $1,000 right now. Well, shit, if I had $1,000, I'd have bought the damn thing with cash. So obviously, right, now you're paying interest. And depending on what your credit is, it's either a low interest rate or a high interest rate. And that's how these credit cards make, companies make their money. Well, Biden is basically an 18-year-old with a $20 trillion credit card. And he's like, what can I buy? What can I buy? And in the meantime, he's going to bribe people. The majority of, of Americans, I'm not even talking about the, the people that they're saying, come on in with the shiny object over in the corner to let these people come in here and shit in your room. Okay? We've got to, we've got to put a stop to this or it's going to get unbearable and bad. So that's all I'm going to say about that because I'm rambling on the same old shit because I'm pissed off. One of our, uh, I say our, one of my <laughs> listeners uh, knows both me and Chris. And so he was saying, you know, hey, man, we were at the gym the other day and the guy comes up to us and he's like, why, uh, asking Chris, why, why aren't you doing the show anymore? Because, I mean, me and Chris are still friends. It's not like he's not doing the show because we don't talk anymore, right? <laughs> he just, like I told you a couple weeks ago, he's just burnt out. He's just tired of, of whatever and. I keep on talking. Hey, so when are you going to come? I mean, I'm doing the show three times a week. 
Okay. I don't expect him to do it three times a week. If he can come on once a week, once every other week, whatever, you know what, that's up to him and whatever. So the guy <laughs> tells Chris, he goes, you're the, you're the yin to the yang. Cause Don gets to going and you kind of bring him back to center. But at any rate, <laughs> um, so, uh, Something else I wanted to talk about was um, an interesting, interesting thing. So back to uh, Peter Ducey, where he asked uh, Saki to uh, about the COVID nineteen stuff and the people being tested or not being tested or whatever. There was a there was an article that came out the other day. I think it was yet. Uh, let me see. Yeah, Monday. So basically now, so the FDA. I I, don't, I was listening to a podcast and I've been listening to so much different shit. I don't remember who exactly it was. Um, so f pardon me for saying this like it's my own. I'm not, not trying to be that guy, but nonetheless. Uh, where the CDC, I, I think it was about two or three weeks ago, they redefined the word vaccine. So like I came on here a while back bitching and yelling and screaming about how this COVID thing isn't a vaccine. Like when I was a kid and I took the measles shot and the, I'm going to call it a shot. When I took the measles vaccine, the polio vaccine, the whatever vaccine, it was so I didn't get polio or measles or whatever else, right? To me, not a doctor, not a virologist, whatever. So in my opinion, the way I understand a vaccine to be is you take the measles shot, the measles vaccine, the polio vaccine, the whatever vaccine, and therefore you don't get measles or polio or whatever else, right? Okay. If I'm wrong, leave a comment. Tell me I'm wrong. Whatever. I don't care. That's the way I understand it. So when they call this the COVID-19 vaccine, in my opinion, it's a mis it's misleading. Like, it, uh, I could get tagged on this video for being misleading just talking about COVID. And that's why I have to reiterate that this is my opinion and that you, if you have any questions or any concerns, go see a doctor. Don't take my word for it. This is personal. This is my opinion. And this is what I think. But if anything should be false flagged as far as a uh, as far as a uh, misleading information is the, the terminology of the COVID nineteen vaccine. Because ideally, <laughs> it was if you get the COVID vaccine, you you'll be good to go, right? That's how they tried to sell it to us back in the spring, right? And then people, okay, yeah, let's do this. I can get my vaccine and I want to wear a mask and I can go and do whatever. I can fly here and go there and do whatever. But lo and behold, you had the Delta variant. You had these all the other variants that obviously they didn't think about or didn't know about or whatever. In the meantime, people started getting that were vaccinated, getting COVID, right? So it's more like a flu shot. So if you get the flu shot, which I've never gotten a flu shot, if you get a flu shot, there's still a chance that you're going to get the flu. You just might not get that strain of the flu or whatever was in that flu shot. Okay, so they're going to give you this COVID vaccine, and you might not get that version of COVID. But there's other versions of COVID. That's why it should have, in my opinion, should have never been called a vaccine. It was a shot, the COVID shot, just like it's a flu shot. So... What the CDC did was they changed the definition of vaccine to a pre, 
basically like a medicine instead of it being a vaccine per se like we know it to be what a vaccine is it was more like a, I have a headache I'm gonna take some aspirin type vaccine so you know and now I think about it, I think it was Bongino oddly enough and he was saying that uh well then shit everything's a vaccine right I have a headache I take aspirin I took aspirin vaccine I have a cough I took cough medicine I took cough medicine cough vaccine well, um, the big thing was, or is, going around is people taking, um, you know, your vitamin C, your vitamin D, the, uh, excuse me, I got, got a burp, <laughs> the uh, vitamin C, vitamin D, and the, uh, shit, the other thing, the other thing, man, come on, man, um, I'm an idiot right now. I cannot think of the other other uh, zinc. There we go. I knew it would pop up sooner or later. So um, I'll tell you this. When I got COVID, I made sure, which I felt obviously it was too late. This is something you should be doing prior to, during, and after is taking this combination of stuff. So at any rate, now the CDC comes out and says uh, that the... NIH's COVID-19 treatment guidelines state that for vitamin C, D3, and zinc, there is insufficient evidence to advise for or against using them to treat COVID-19. And it says uh, many dietary supplements ingredients have not been studied in people with COVID-19 according to NIH. By law, dietary supplements are not allowed to be marketed as treatment, prevention, blah, 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 blah. Okay. <sighs> And I'll say this about that, okay? Any supplement you take, okay, whether it's any of these vitamins, um, I don't know, I'm just going to ginkgo biloban, you know, whatever. If, if you go to your vitamin shop, you go to Walmart, whatever, and you look at the vitamins, and you got every single vitamin on there, every single one of them will have a thing on the back saying uh, not approved, uh, it's approved by the FDA because it has to be for you to be able to ingest it in your body. It has to be approved by the FDA or, you know, you could, if you die or something, it's got to be deemed safe. But, um, it also will say that this product has not been proven to do whatever. Okay. Well, that's usually something more of like, a, okay, like a dietary supplement. For example, if you take, uh, I don't fucking know if you take, uh, <laughs> I almost said Zantac, but I think that's for heartburn. But if you take a diet pill, whatever brand, I don't care. Um, on the back, it'll say, uh, has not been proven to work for whatever. Uh, take this along with eating well, exercising, or exercising in a proper diet or something like that. And my comment to that is, well, fuck, if you just ate well and exercised, you wouldn't need the damn pill, right? Anyway. <laughs> My point being is vitamin C, if it's, if it's um, you know, supplement, the vitamin C, vitamin D, the zinc, whatever, it is what it is. It says it has X amount of grams or, you know, whatever the, the unit of measure is. It has X amount of that per pill. The D3, it has X amount of that per pill, zinc, so on and so forth. They can't just say, okay, this is vitamin C, D3, and zinc. Have fun. It's got to say, okay, it has X amount of whatever the level is. That's proven, okay? And for how many years? I mean, ever since I can recall life, the the biggest thing they 
tell you to do when you're sick. Well, I mean, shit, when I was a kid, you know, we didn't have a shit ton of fancy medicines like they do nowadays, right? So it was basically, what, eat some chicken noodle soup, drink some orange juice, whatever, right? Because those things had vitamin C and so on and so forth. Well, fortunately in Florida, we, you know, we have sun. Well, sun gives you vitamin D, okay? Um, we have orange juice, okay? It's easier to just take a pill. It's hard to eat or drink something on a consistent basis that has enough zinc to give you the, the, the need. So you supplement that with, uh, with a pill makes it a little easier. Um, so for the, for these people to say, it's kind of interesting. It won't help, but it, it won't hurt or it won't do, but it won't not do. So they basically didn't answer the question. They just, th what they're trying to do is get people off of, cause I'm sure the vaccinations have slowed down and I'm sure their thought process is, well, a lot of people are turning to taking these pills, you know, and I don't want to hear shit about the ivermectin or whatever it is, the horse dewormer crap, because you, <laughs> if you want to go to, uh, shit, the, you know, vet store, the, the horse vet or whatever, and try and get you some ivermectin, good luck because they're going to give you a horse dosage and you might die. Um, you might have a doctor that might prescribe it. You might not. I'm not here to spout the, the benefits of or the effects against ivermectin. I'm not a doctor. That's not my problem. But to sit here and tell you that taking vitamin C, D3, um, zinc, like I take an immune booster, okay? And it has vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, elderberry, uh, turmeric, and... Another thing in there, I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. Um, but nonetheless, which are all items that they tell you will help with inflammation, um, breathing, uh, just, just whatever. I mean, and what does it hurt to take it? You know, I can't imagine that it's any worse than taking this shot that may or may not help. And I think people that get the shot feel like they're invincible. Okay. But I'm going to get off of COVID before YouTube kicks me off. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, I think on that note, I'm going um, to put a lid on the day. And uh, I just want to tell everybody to... The biggest thing, like I said before, is if, if everybody would... Um, you know, we've been dealing with this for damn near two years now, okay? If everyone would have done, when they first came out, and I've said this before, when they first came out with the, all this and who the people were going to be mostly affected by COVID, and one of those groups being obese um, people or people with lung or heart or whatever issues, if, if some people, if a lot of people would have gotten off their ass and started moving around, doing a little bit of exercise... If you, if you sit on your butt all day at work and you don't do anything, okay, a little bit of walking is going to be a lot more than what you normally do, okay? So, I guess my, my, my advice to anybody out there, and I'm not a doctor, I'm going to preference that by saying this, but try and eat as best as you can, okay? Try and get some exercise. I'm not saying you got to go to the gym three or four times a week. Some people can't afford to do that. Most gyms anymore are pretty cheap. I will say that. But it costs nothing to take a walk. 
Okay. And then guess what's outside too? Vitamin D because sunshine. Get up, move, try and eat as healthy as you possibly can. Do the things you can do naturally to try and combat getting sick. And this isn't even necessarily just about COVID. Those same things will help you stay healthy from the flu or the cold or whatever. So that's just my little bit of advice. And on, uh, you know, for that matter, I appreciate you guys listening to us. And don't forget our sponsors. You know, I already talked about Redcon 1. Check them out. The links will be at the bottom of the page. But, of course, don't forget about our longtime sponsor right here. He's hanging out over my shoulder, right? Mr. Uh, Smooth My Balls, right? Great razor, great trimmer. I've showed you the, the pube vacuum and the, the little accessories with the clips and whatnot. Check them out, smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM. Also, don't forget we are a brand ambassador for Maker's Mark. Check them out. And please, guys, I can't reiterate this enough. Hit the subscribe button. It's right here. You see it right there. A little snaky. A little snaky right there. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, subscribe to the page. You'll catch all the videos. I'll start putting more stuff other than just my beautiful face that you get to see three times a week. Um, I'm going to try and start putting some other videos up and doing stuff like that. Um, the other thing is our social media platforms. Facebook and Instagram.com. Um, backslash don't tread on America and twitter.com backslash dtom d-t-o-m underscore 1775 check those out follow us there and uh, on like I said on YouTube give us a thumb and a like and subscribe ring the bell and you'll get to see any videos that come up with my beautiful face and uh, for that I'm going to have to say this fuck this shit I'm out mm -mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks, don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Woo! All right, guys. I know I'm stupid, but have a great day. And uh, don't forget, it's the first day of, of fall. And uh, oh, one other thing. Uh, on a personal note, uh, yesterday I performed my first. Uh, wedding as a reverend oh yes i am a reverend i'm an ordained minister uh did my first wedding yesterday uh my uh stepdaughter which you know technically my stepdaughter i mean she's been in my life i've been in her life whatever for 20 years so whatever um but nonetheless her, her and her husband now uh, fiance say hey you know what um how about you know pops married that's what they call me pops uh, marries us. Sure. I mean, that was a great honor for me uh, to do that. So I got one down. I'm going to have another one uh, coming up. I mean, granted, this is in April. I get to marry, perform the wedding for my son and his fiance. So I'm sure I'll hopefully be able to get through that without becoming a blubbering idiot. <laughs> but, you know, hey, on that note, if you guys are in the Central Florida area and you need a reverend or minister to marry you, go to my page. Hey, Reverend Don, PCGC, whatever you want to call me. Uh, me and my girl are getting married. Do you want to perform the wedding? Uh, we'll see what the days are, and we'll figure it out, and maybe I will. We'll have to see. <laughs> but anyway, today is the first day of fall. I am your host, Don Q, and this has been another beautiful episode of America. That's right. And I will see you guys on Friday. Have a great day. And uh, see you all later. <laughs>